Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere, but not on the place we're normally at. We are only on the iHeart Podcast Network because four hours are not enough. It is the fifth hour, which likely will have very few sports references in this edition. But it's uh, me, Ben Maller. Hey, I hope you're doing well, having a good weekend here as the weekend has begun. If you hear the fifth hour, that means that the weekend is underway for us because it only debuts. It only At this point, it only goes out when we're not doing the, the overnight show. But uh, and, and I have, again, not by popular demand, David Gascon, who is riding shotgun. Back and in the saddle. Trying to sabotage what's going to be a very appetizing, I would say even juicy, uh, edition of the fifth hour. So here's what we have: the the menu. See, I like to give the menu out so you know what what to look forward to, so you don't miss anything. But on today's edition of the fifth hour, with Ben Maller and that other guy, uh, Gascon, affectionately known as Gagon, we gave him a new nickname last week. If you missed the podcast, go back and download last week's podcast. Gascon's new nickname, an homage to Penn and Teller. Bullshit. That's his new nickname, so it's exciting there. We can't say that word on this. Thank God for that. I've been a big advocate over the years of the word shit, and we are very happy that we get to include that word in the podcast. I feel it's a good word. It's a solid word. It's a word that we should all be able to use as adults. Anyway, uh, th- this is going to be like a, uh, a Juicy Lucy burger. You ever had a Juicy Lucy burger? Oh, yeah. With, Every- with the 
think what? about it. In Vegas, here in Los Angeles, sometimes in New York, of course. Nah, he's such a world traveler, such a brag, brag, braggart, as they say, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, so we have the Weather Ranger. That's a new thing. The Weather Ranger. Food picks. That's inspired by Marcel in Brooklyn. We just mentioned a food dish. Uh, what else do we have on the rundown? We have study this. That's another thing that we're going to experiment with here. On the fifth hour, this is pretty much, you're, you're, you're all guinea pigs, and we're just trying stuff to see what works. We're throwing spaghetti against the wall to see if anything sticks. And we have, it's in the bag for the third consecutive fifth hour with Ben Maller and Gagon. Uh, we have, it's in the bag. And also, don't stick to sports stories of the week. So that's what we've got. But we start with the, the weather, and this inspired not by the Mexican Doppler, which Roberto has. This is the Mega Maller Doppler which we have on this show. But the, uh, the the story here, I saw this the other day, and I, I feel like we need to spend more time on this. So there was a study done that compiled all of the weather-caused fatalities, the people that met their demise because of, in many ways, an act of God, right? Because of either extreme weather in one condition or another, some massive storm or something like that. And what they did is they put a chart together of the United States, and it's not just the continental United States. It also includes Alaska and Hawaii. And I'm always curious, if you're a hypochondriac type of person, you think you're going to meet your your demise. But I think most of us are like that. Like if you see something on the news that there's some pandemic going around, that I, I know I often think, well, crap, I probably have it. I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm screwed. I got that, whatever that is. You know, even if it's like one out of every seven million people, I'm like, oh, I must be the one. I must be the one. And then you go on like WebMD, which we often kid around about on the overnight show, Gascon. But you go on WebMD and you type in your symptoms and you are convinced you are you have uh, stage seven cancer and you're going to die within like uh, a month, right? Is that, the, is that the first thing you do before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning when you're not feeling well? Uh, well, I, I usually, I've been feeling pretty good since I did this. I changed my diet and all. I haven't had yeah. any uh, problem, but, but if I do get sick, I'm like, okay, this is every time I get a cold, I'm like, ah, it's never going to go away. I'm going to have a cold, uh, forever and ever. You know, this is going to be the rest of my life. I'm going to have laryngitis and you know, it's a nightmare. But, uh, amazingly, uh, so far everything I've had has gone away. So it's a, uh, that's positive. But anyway, all right. So what we're going to do here for this little exercise guest, going to see if you can, you can keep track of this. All right. All right, you will pick a state. You got fifty options here. Now, don't pick Maine because I already use Maine on the <laughs> the radio show. All right, but just pick a random state, and then we'll see if you can guess what the weather related cause of death is—the most frequent cause of people dying in that particular state. All right, fair enough. All right, so where, where do you want to start here? I, I know you have an affliction, uh, affliction with uh, Montana. Do you want to start with Montana? Uh, affection for Montana? Yeah, I mean, chef's choice. Let's do Montana first then. Chef's choice. All right, uh, very good. I've got to lead you to water, uh, so hopefully you will drink here. Now, what do you think the leading cause of that? There's three, according to this map that I have here, there's three things that have led to the demise most often, weather-related demise of people in Alaska. What do you think it is? Uh, I'm going to say uh, tornadoes. No, that is not on the list. All right. All right. Anything else? You got any other? Uh... Uh, I'm going to say oh, Montana. Uh, I'll yeah. say something easy. Rain. Kind of. It's it's lightning okay. is one of them. Uh, most of the state, you are most likely to die with an avalanche. 
that there could be an avalanche on you, and that's where you're going to die. And just extreme cold in the northern part of Montana. Fair enough. Uh, and that's that's actually true of pretty much the entire upper Midwest. Is like our, our friends in Minnesota. We got a lot of guys that love the show, the Militia Militiamen in Minnesota. But like you live in Minnesota, you've got it's weird because you've got most of the state. The leading cause of, of weather-related death is extreme cold. Yeah. You also, at the very top, you've got this this area where you could, you know, the flood thing. And then at the very bottom, which is odd to me, you've got extreme heat. I mean, how hot? I don't think it gets that hot. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. That was yeah. And that's, and that's fascinating because in, I mean, we're going to look at different states, but I mean, don't forget the Super Bowl was in Minnesota a couple of years ago. And yeah. fortune for our Fox crew, everyone was inside because the entire week it was freezing. Temperatures were were close to single digits. I think the entire time they were out there before opening kickoff. So, well, they got all those catwalks right in Minnesota. Yeah. Like I, I've only been to the airport in Minnesota. I got to spend some time <laughs> there, like to hang out. But uh, there's only like a, two months a year you can go where the weather's beautiful, and the rest of the time it's like, what the hell's going on there? Yeah, you can just hang uh, out in the world's biggest mall, I guess, for the time being, right? Well, they, and they've got all those tunnels, right? That's what my guys in Minnesota says. Like, well, during the winter we just don't go outside i remember a story the late great sean rooks i you probably do you remember sean rooks? He was, former he was an NBA player good guy and he met his untimely demise very sad uh, a few years ago but sean rooks i was, I was sitting with him uh and uh, the prince of darkness lee klein uh, who you you know and uh, we should get him on this podcast but you don't want any guests no 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 i guard everything I, I we had a conversation with some tacos with lee and you cut off the conversation with lee because he was spinning all the way down the rabbit's hole and you didn't want me to go down there yeah. with him well because lee when you and i love lee and there's a lot of people that follow uh me that remember lee as a talk show host he worked at fox briefly and but and i did a sports show with him long you know, 20 years ago but he's mostly a political like kfi which is the big news station in la he worked at, i think kbc also which is a talk station in la yeah and so but he you go to dinner with him and he he goes into talk show political talk show mode where he's like breaking down the government and he hates all politicians republican democrat pretty much all of them so he just unloads on on everyone uh the entire time and it's uh it's unnerving and never ending and uh but i love him anyway he's entertaining but he's just over the top but he was giving me some great stories and we were having a serious conversation eating some tacos and then you butt in and you tell me the story that you had with him where you had him do an opening monologue to dead air (laughs) <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'd like to have him on to rem- reminisce about that, but it's one of the great stories in radio. So we were, you know, we did, we did this show. I was back in the local radio days. It was like uh, the old west. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, man. With the kind of stuff, it was Animal House and, and all that back in those days. And so we we uh, I remember we, the station was kind of a startup station, and we were all doing remotes. We were doing extra shows on the weekend. I had a show during the week at night, and then we had a Saturday morning show because the program director determined dudes get up early on Saturday because they have to do their uh, their work around the house and run errands and all that crap. So there are people listening on Saturday. It's like it's a morning drive. You know, it's a lot of people, big audience on a Saturday morning. So, so I was like, whatever, all right, we'll do a Saturday show. So we did a lot of remotes. We'd go to these different uh, restaurants and uh, stores and whatnot, which you do in local radio. At least in those days, you did. I don't think they really do it that much anymore. So anyway, we showed up. Uh, we we uh, we would go on those remotes, but but Lee had a show after ours, and sometimes we would go to different places. It, this particular Saturday, uh, Lee 
somehow ended up at a remote we were not at. So we were on the air. We got off the air, and uh, they could not. The the engineer had trouble connecting to Lee on the remote broadcast site. And so for some reason, the person on site, the engineer, was apparently afraid to tell Lee the issue uh, because, you know, Lee has a bit of a temper. And so, <laughs> so they just told him to start the show like it was a regular show, and then – uh, they finally connected by the end of the very end of the monologue he did, and then I I I, I was standing right behind the board op, and I I jumped on the microphone. I said, "Hey, Lee, that was a wonderful monologue. <laughs> Nobody heard it." <laughs> and he got so upset. He was so so uh, so vicious. Yeah, there's a bunch of Lee Klein stories. I, I got to get back to Sean Rooks because sure. Sean Rooks, my Minnesota story uh, Gascon. So uh, he's telling me he played with the Timberwolves back in the day, and. He didn't realize how cold it got in Minnesota. He said he was running errands, like on a day off for the Timberwolves, and he he went and got a cup of coffee, and then he went to the bank. He like he said he uh, he had to go get some some money or whatever out of the bank just to do his banking. So he, he parks the car in front of the bank. It's like one of those five minute things, you know, where yeah. I'm just going to park it here, and he forgot to close his door right all the way. Came back and he had from a piping hot coffee. He had an iced coffee. <laughs> By the time he got back in like five minutes, it was that cold. Oh man, that's how freezing! Incre- how insane is that? Uh, that that is that is brutal. I, I remember my first ever trip to Chicago a few years ago. I actually went in January, and I think it was during the AFC divisional round matchup where Tennessee lost at New England, and I had gone to a Blackhawks game at the United Center that night. And I had gone outside for, I kid you not, Ben, maybe seven to eight minutes at the most. And my ears were like bricks. It was so painful. And I had no earmuffs. I had gloves on, but a jacket. But, you know, being from Los Angeles, I didn't, I didn't, I don't have a lot of winter attire, right? (laughs) So going out there. Yeah, I've done the same. I'm as dumb as you. I've done the same thing. I was in uh, when I when I did that TV thing for like a year. They flew me back to Connecticut yeah. every month, and I would you know and even you know in the winter you know. And so I we would go out sometimes after the show or whatever. We'd go there was uh, Bobby V's. Bobby Valentine's got a restaurant in Stanford, Connecticut. That yeah. was my spot because it was close to the to the hotel. It was like uh, you know four blocks from the hotel I was staying at, whatever. So. I'd go there, and in the winter, I, I remember it was it was really like ridiculously cold in Stanford, Connecticut. Like, it gets cold there, but it didn't get that cold. Yeah, it was really cold, and so. But for some reason, I was like, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to take a cab or an Uber. Or anything. I don't even know if they had Uber back then, but I didn't want to take a cab, and so I was like, I'll just walk. You know, it's no big deal. And uh, by the time I got back, I thought I had frostbite. <laughs> by the time I got back to the hotel, I was like, what am I doing? The whole I mean, it's just. Yeah, I think it's partially because you're not prepared for it. It's like you put somebody in the really extreme heat that's not used to it. You're, you know right. what I mean? I think it's part of it. So. Yeah. And were, were you at least wearing pants? Because I know you're not a pants kind of guy. You're usually no, I was naked, board, man. board I shorts or a bathrobe. You, know, you know I live the bohemian lifestyle. Well, yeah, I do. I mean, you yeah. do here at the. I blame my wife for that. She's responsible for the well, influence of the bohemian lifestyle. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, the voyeur experience with the with the Mallers, right? Yeah. Could yeah. do that. Yeah, All right, so Hawaii. another state. Give me uh how about this? Let's do what about Hawaii? Hawaii. All right. Now Hawaii is a small state. There's only one thing. There's not multiple things. What do you think would be the weather related cause of people's demise in Hawaii? Something that is perfectly avoidable. I'm gonna say man, um weather related. 
avoidable. Well, it's all, all these are weather-related. I mean, that's why we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, but you, all said, weather- you said weather-related but avoidable. Yes, yes. It's this is. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you the answer. They they say that the leading cause of fatalities in Hawaii that's weather related Wind. is no extreme surf. You know when they have the uh, storms okay. come through and yeah. those idiots are out on their surfboards and they get they, they they get smashed by a wave and they die. That's a leading cause of weather related deaths. I was in Hawaii one time with my uh, wife a couple of years ago and they had we were at a Kmart, which tells you how good our trip to Hawaii was. Going. Oh, wow. No Costco in the area. Well, there was a Costco, but the Kmart was going out of business, so oh. we had to get <laughs> you deals. frugal mother. And uh, so we went there and watch your language. I'm gonna tell your uh, your parents about that. How they? But anyway, so uh, so I was in in the Kmart, and there was a tropical storm that had come through, and the power turned off <laughs> in the Kmart. We were sitting, you know, pitch black in this big warehouse store thing, and then uh, and then I had to go and and get the car, and it was so I, I got so wet and so drenched from that like a monsoon or a typhoon or whatever. It was insane. It was like the worst. That in in Buffalo were the two worst oh. weather like related things that I've been in when I was uh, driving out of Buffalo down to back to New York City and the weather was I had to stop on the New York Expressway because I could not see in front or behind me and I was worried I was going to hit a car but everyone was stopped it was I've never seen that before now yeah. since we're in the land of earthquakes you bring this up are you prepared for a natural disaster here in California do you have like an emergency kit and some some supplies and goods uh, that right. are stored so, away so, the way I'll answer that is, first of all, I uh, I am not. My wife is, though. So I feel like I'm the beneficiary of that, that she is, because uh, she works at the police station and all that. So she's got all the, you know, these, they tell her, you know, they tell you what you're supposed to have and, you know, light, uh, flashlights and food rations and all right. that. So she's got all that stuff. But, but uh, no, I mean, I, I don't think anyone's actually prepared for, if it's a massive earthquake it's like a you know 10.7 or something like that on the richter scale i don't think it really matters what you have but yeah you know, my entire life it's it two things have been true my entire life people have said that soccer is going to become the most popular Oof. sport in america that's <laughs> never happened and they've also said that uh, the big one's about to hit california it's going to fall off into the pacific ocean and i know most people uh let's say east of the mississippi Hope and maybe even some west wish it would happen yeah but, Hasn't happened yet. No, not yet. Not yet. All right, so another state then. Let's go to, uh, what about New York? New York. Yeah, we'll do the coastal elite. Now, New York's like two states in one. Yeah. All right, so by the way, if you're just uh, late to the podcast, no one actually gets late to the podcast at this point if you fast forward. It's it's the Weather Ranger. It's a new segment. There's a study out that says, leading cause of weather fatalities from 1999 to 2018. All right, New York. Uh, You've got southern New York and, and then the rest of the state. So in in uh, like Manhattan, the leading cause of death is, in the other boroughs of New York City, mm. is heat, mm. extreme heat. You know heat those exhaustion. nasty August, September days where it just gets brutal. Yeah, I mean it just or July. It man. smells yeah. like death in New York, especially when you're walking down the streets of Manhattan and in Brooklyn. Because yeah, I mean temperatures are up there, 80, 90, and the humidity's what ninety percent. It's well, the reason it smells like death is because. They have to put their trash out yeah. every day in New York, and the trash just cooks in in the heat. Well, they it's- actually do that in the middle of the night. I, I remember earlier this year when I made a trip to New York City, I was walking home from a night on the town, and I think I got back at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and I was in lower Manhattan, 
And She's before not I coming back, that's an unholy hour, guess. But but I mean, to get good happens at that time in the morning. Who cares? It's New York. But to get into my hotel, Ben, honest to God, I had to go around just bags of trash. Yeah, were no, fun. I know. That's what. I, listen, I, I'm a night guy, obviously. And I when yeah. I my brother lives in Manhattan, and we go back there, and I'm out. Problem is in New York. Everyone says everything's open all night. The city that never sleeps. That's bullshit. From uh, was it Sinatra that said yeah. that song? It's bullshit. All right. It, no, it, it, trust me. And most of Manhattan at night, and I've I've lived the life where I've like, oh, it's three in the morning. Let me go out and have a nice meal. And like pretty much every restaurant is closed. You can get a the corner deli, a Subway, and not Subway, but the the mom and pop sandwich shops. You can get like a turkey sandwich or something like that. But there's not a an endless amount of uh, food options, uh, even in a place like uh, New York. I remember me and my wife one time we were in Times Square and we were walking around. Mm. I was like. One thirty in the morning, and we there's like one one or two places that was it that was open. Anyway, uh, so lower Manhattan, like New York City heat, the rest of New York, the leading cause of death, weather-related, got flash floods, which is really the central part. And then in, in western and very upper New York, you've got like where Albany is and that, you've got wind. Okay. That wind-related demises. So it's three different or four different things. No, three different things. Yeah, I mean that's that was my first thought with Hawaii because you mentioned the surf, the high surf tides, but also the, yeah. the volcano ash. Volcanoes erupting, and if they if they do, you're blowing the the lava, any kind of small sparks and flow that goes onto the you know houses or in forest and whatnot. That was my my first thought. But wind, yeah, that's uh that's right up there. What about give me like Alabama, Alabama. All right, let's go to Alabama. So the leading dem- cause of people's demise in Alabama. There's two things. Actually, there's there's a, a few more than two things. You got to go down to the to the Gulf. Auburn uh, football, but you've got yeah, that's right. Auburn football. But you've got the very top extreme heat. People dying because of the oppressive heat of the South. All right. And you've got tornadoes. Ah, all right. In the in most of uh, Alabama, your your leading cause of dying by weather is a tornado. Do you have any friends so, that are in that industry of chasing down tornadoes? Maybe. I do not. No. I've I've seen those shows. I've I've seen the videos on YouTube and stuff, but I've not. Uh, would you do? You should do that, Gascon. How much would you have to get paid to do that? They put you in like an armored car. You drive yeah. around chasing uh, the tornado. I got a buddy that does it. He's actually from Chicago. He's making well over six figures. But so you, yeah, you like, should do that, Gascon. Why not oh, go wait. move to Kansas or something like that, or move to Arkansas well, and knock I, yourself out? Well, I'd rather stay here and and. You know, slave away under a hype microphone to cater wow. to you. For... Wow, really stealing the material here. Come on, man. Well, listen, it's a, if it's, it's not a radio show, stupid. It's it, a podcast. If it's any, if it's any kind of uh, consolation for you, you st- typically have a track record of having producers that are somehow offed. Um, well, that was true up until Koopa Loop. Up until Koopa Loop, I, I went through producers pretty much twice a year. Yeah. There would be a different producer, but it's been remarkable. Uh, Koopa Loop has stuck around, and he appears to be there for the long haul. That's I've good. I've not had to change. Uh, we've had the same crew. I know Danny got out of there, but we had uh, Roberto's been there for a while now, and yeah. so we've uh, had the same same group overnight. Even, consistency, yeah. which is odd to me. I'm not used to consistency. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't do well with consistency. We'll get rid of you on this show at some point here. Well, we might. I mean, you did accuse me of being the future Andrew Luck for this podcast, so I, I yes, take that I, as a- I did say that. I, I, I believe you will quit. 
I, I believe you will get so frustrated, you will be so upset that they, they're not going to pay you or something like that, and you'll just be like, I'm out. I'm I, done. See, I can't get frustrated. Part of the reason for that is I, I feel like this podcast with us is like Rocky Four. Or I go into Russia and there's everybody on your militia that really hates my guts or can't yeah. stand me. And all of a sudden, slowly but surely, I start winning them over. I win over the crowd. And yeah, that's not happening. Uh, you, like, you could be Drago. And no, 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 no. I could, and you picked the. There's only one. The, the Rocky two, right? That full. was the that was the movie Rocky yeah. two. <laughs> they didn't keep making good Rocky movies. They just kept making Rocky movies. They weren't good. But you picked Rocky four as a Rocky two was the top. That was superior to all the other Rocky movies. Well, no, Rocky four is probably the best. Then Rocky two. Then Rocky three. Then yeah. the original Rocky. And then after that, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, you can't incorrect. You can't. You're you cannot have Rocky Four as not being your number one. Goes into a hostile environment, no. wins over, and he ends the Cold War. Yeah, it was a movie. He didn't end the Cold War. I I understand that. I yeah. Thanks for uh, yeah botching that. It's good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Another state. Right. Can we do? All right. Can we move on? I mean, we we'll do uh, two more states, right. and then we got to get. States. I mean, we're going to do the whole thing on the damn weather. <laughs> All right. All right. It so. was a. It was a bit. I mean, we're doing the weather ranger, and we're playing such grab right. ass here. We don't even get through the damn states. All right. We'll so have to bring g- it back next week. Give me Vermont and Rhode Island combination right there. All right. Well, yeah. You picked very small northeast. Why would you pick those states? I don't, why not? Because people don't talk about Rhode Island or Vermont. No one cares about those two states. Well, Vermont. Yeah, well, there's certain politicians that get some. Uh, the, the leading cause of uh, your demise in Vermont. Feeling the burn. Is wind. Uh-huh. Wind related. Uh, that's all over like Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, and also Rhode Island uh, okay. as well. So that, that whole area. Wind, and there's a little part where the flash floods will do you in. All right. You ever been in a flash flood? No, never. And f- no. I mean, we've been close here in Southern California. On a couple different occasions, I lived in San Diego, and we had them pretty bad in the middle mid two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand six. But when you're stuck on the five freeway, you know this because you you were down there for quite a bit. Yeah. But when you're stuck there on the five freeway, you're SOL. You can't move anywhere because there's no other freeways or roads that you can get off of once you're near Camp Pendleton. So there was yeah. flash flood warnings, the flood warnings that came about middle of the night. I mean, you're screwed, so you have to sit that thing out and wait it out. So probably the closest I've ever come. Yeah. San Diego, the traffic there is like uh, with the 8 and the – oh, that was a nightmare too back in the – 8, the 15, and the 5. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the big – the big arteries there. Are are you done with this, the weather thing? It's it's fine. fine. You seem annoyed with – I'm not annoyed. I mean, just you picked – your pick of states was odd to me. Like, you should try to appeal to where the listeners are. Like we have a lot of listeners in Florida. Missouri. You didn't mention Florida. Well, we know what, what Florida is. It's got to be it? hurricanes. No, not on the list. Well, very bo- Miami, like the southern part, like Key West, Miami, that part, they yeah. have hurricane. But the rest of the state. Heat? No. You got lightning and oh. rip current. <laughs> wow, all right. Rip current. All right. Imagine going down because you're out in the water and you get sucked out to to see and you meet your demise where do the majority of your listeners live texas yes uh yeah there's a lot of people in texas uh flash flood a lot of flash flood a lot of heat missouri uh we got cold winter weather up top Uh, missouri also flash flood heat and just flooding in general washington uh washington state you got avalanche 
Hmm. And then flood and wind in the southern part, like right on the Oregon border there. All right. So, oh, what all right, about, what about Alaska? Uh, Give me Alaska. Alaska. All right, Alaska. Uh, there's there's two things. Now, this is the only state that has this as a weather related cause of death. This one thing. Uh, you've got most of the states avalanche. Right. You're out looking at a polar bear and you're getting you know knocked in your head. Uh, and then the other one is debris flows. What is that? I don't even know what that is. What is no. that? I, I don't know. They classify it as a debris flow. Do you have any listeners in Alaska? Uh, yeah, we've had. We're on the radio in Anchorage and uh-huh. uh, and some other places. So I, I've gotten calls from people in Alaska, and it's good because it, it's earlier uh, in Alaska. I've gotten more calls from Hawaii over the years than Alaska. But yeah, there's like my, my friend Jay, uh, who we should get on the Wiz of Odds, gambling college football gambling guy, mm-hmm. and he's in he's in Alaska like all the time. All right. He's, he he loves that I did a rod race. In fact, he's there oh, right yeah. now, and he sends me photos. Like he's out on the front, and he he'll send me these these photos of everyone freezing their ass off in the I did a rod race uh, it, with all the dogs. All right, it is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and uh, David Gascon, unfortunately. But time now for we're moving on. Let's go to food picks. You want food picks? Yes. Who doesn't like food? But this is inspired by Marcel. Now restaurants are always trying to get you to come into the store. Right? Every business wants you to come into the store, trying new items to get our fat asses to go in there and open up our wallets. So we're going to see if any of these items are worthy. Or, or I got a bunch of them. I won't go through all of them because it'll take forever. Uh, these are new items. Some of them will be permanent. Most of them are just test items or limited time options at restaurants. These are national chains that I picked out because we've got to keep it on a national level. Uh, I've got Chipotle. Their, their new item here recently, they just added carne asada. Uh, to their to their menu there, uh, kind of start a, a snake uh, eight fifty per entree in or out on the uh, newest item there. Yeah, I'll do it. You got to try at least once, right? Especially since you're we're here in Southern California. We're all about the Mexican food. You you love uh, carne asada. When you came to a event at the Maller Mansion, which for some reason my wife uh, foolishly invited you to, yeah. uh, you did bring carne asada. Why well, brought you a lot of? I brought yeah. carne. I brought some pollo. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you did bring a lot. You're, you're a big fan of the carne asada. You were burning most of the other meat, so I thought I would do something different. It's actually cooking it properly. No, you were what I was doing. You were barbecuing it, and you were making the meat just look charcoal black. Yeah, and I came to the rescue. Spoiler alert: It's delicious. That's why. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Uh, Panera Bread. Uh, this is Baja Grain Bowl and Mediterranean Grain Bowl. Uh, so they're going big on the grain. They've got long grain brown rice mixed with red and golden quinoa. Is that what you say, how you say it? Uh, grilled citrus pepper chicken. Uh, quinoa? It's Q-U-I-N-O-A. Yeah, I quinoa. Quinoa. I, what is, I've never, what is that? It's like it's like that. rice. Oh, okay. So what is this? Rice. Because it's not rice. It's quinoa. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I'm out on this. I'm not, you know, Panera Bread, not my my spot. My wife likes it, but I'm out. I don't want the grain bowl. If I if, if I was a farm animal, I'd eat grain. I'm out. Too um, healthy for you? I don't want any part of that. It sounds disgusting. Uh, the veggie grill. Who the hell goes to the ve- How did this end up on the list? The veggie grill. They've got, they got a fake cheesesteak <laughs> that you can get, which is a plant-based Beyond Burger beef substitute. And then they have all the other traditional stuff that you put in a nice traditional Philly cheesesteak. All right. Uh, $13.50. No, I mean... why? What's the point? If you really want to eat a cheesesteak, eat a cheesesteak. If you're, if you don't eat, eat a bunch of lettuce or something like that. You know, best cheesesteak you've ever had, Philadelphia, obviously. Uh, homemade. Uh, oh come on, homemade. Kill no, no, yourself. no, no, no. Let me tell you something. All right, me and my wife, we've uh, figured this out. There's a Costco not far from where we live, and they serve thin cut uh, ribeye, the same kind that they make the restaurant quality uh, cheesesteak. Right. And I have a, I have a griddle. At the Maller Mansion, and uh, we might make it this weekend, Gascon. I might be partaking. My wife brought that up the other day that we should have have some of this cheesesteak because you can make it up. You put the onions out there. I cut up some peppers. I make a mean cheesesteak. You've not had one of my cheesesteaks, have you? Do I get an invite for this weekend's festivities? No, not at all. Well, I think we are actually, I think there's uh, an event that we might be uh, taking part in. I don't know if that's going to make the show. Maybe we'll save that for next week. Nah. Uh, what else? We've got checkers and rallies. You ever eaten at a checkers or, and a, or rallies or whatever? Well, I, I've eaten at a rallies, yes. It's, yeah, it just it's, depends on where you are. They call it the same thing. Uh, they've got a cheese-loaded burger. This is like we were talking about the Juicy Lucy. Yeah. It's a new item. Two seasoned beef patties with melted pepper jack cheese between them. Uh, it's only like two ninety nine, which tells you it's probably not the highest quality. Uh, but they <laughs> they have that, and uh, yeah, man. If I was you know checkers around, I would go with it. Why not? You know, give it a shot. Sounds like it's not that bad. A uh, subway. This sounds like something that would be in my wheelhouse, not your wheelhouse. But uh, subway naturally pit smoked brisket sandwich. Oh, sounds great. Sounds wonderful, right? It does. Any uh, kind of brisket, brisket's good. They say brisket smoked for at least thirteen hours, not less than that, not twelve, not eleven. It's got to be thirteen hours. Yeah. Topped with smoked cheddar cheese, barbecue sauce on Italian bread. That sounds good. That's to me. solid. Absolutely, I could go it's with all, that. It's only available through November sixth. I used to be a big Subway guy before I got married. My wife does not like Subway. I don't go there anymore. But I used to go there all the time when I was 
living the bachelor lifestyle. It was in my rotation uh, back when I was what are you doing, doing the, the eating stuff, trying to lose weight. I thought I was going to be like Jared from Subway. Oh. And I'd like to not oh, be Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so. Oh, man. Don't go down that road. Yeah, uh, Jack in the Box. One of the great light, late night foodie run restaurants, Jack in the Box. You've got the really big chicken sandwich. Have you seen the billboards on this around yeah, LA? I have, yeah. Looks pretty Two, solid. Two, three, or four chicken breast patties on a bun. You got the mayo, onion sauce, iceberg lettuce, pass on that. Tomato, no thanks. Melted Swiss style cheese. I like how they say Swiss style, yeah. which means it's probably not you know, imitation even real cheese. Yeah. Uh, $3.99 for a double, $4.99 for a triple, and if you're going big, $5.99 to clog, not really your arteries, but just to clog the, uh, it's fried, and you get uh, fries and a drink as well. Would you be happy ending a long uh, three or four day fast with something like that? Yeah, probably not, but if I, 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 I don't, the only fast food I really eat is Raising Cane's, that's that's been my uh, my staple, the Great Chicken Finger Shack, which uh, I love. I don't think you've been to one. You will at some point. There's a Raising Cane's opening here in the next month at the Maller Mansion. Nice. The Maller Mansion. So you will have to go and partake. Uh, but no, like Jack in the Box is one of those things. I used to have a Jack in the Box close when I lived in Lincoln Heights. Uh, yeah. There was a Jack in the Box real close to where I lived, and so. I, I would go there, and uh, that was you know kind of late night, getting off the air, get a bite to eat or something like that. And right. that and Tommy's, I love Tommy's, which is an LA thing. I don't think it's outside of LA. Maybe a couple other places, but the cheese, chili cheeseburger, Tommy's. Tommy's is great. One in the morning, man. Yeah, oh. that hits the spot for yeah. now. For breakfast at Jack in the Box, what would you get back in the day? Uh, I would get the French toast. That was my the French toast sticks that, right. at the uh, at Jack in the Box. That would be my thing. All right, uh, we're doing food picks in honor of Marcel. These are all items that are either temporary or now permanent. New items at restaurants. I thought this would be uh, something a little different. We have Taco Bell. They've got a couple things here. They've got the black bean crunch wrap supreme. They changed their menu. Koopa Loop was very upset about this because they this is a vegetarian thing. This black bean crunch wrap. Yeah. Supreme. I'm, I'm convinced they, you know how on radio we have consultants and they have uh, meetings all the time about yeah. what's good and what's bad in radio. In the fast food industry, the last year, all of them have decided to go with the vegetarian. Right? I mean, everyone, uh, Carl's, uh, that, that Hardee's, um, all of them uh, go down the list. Your Burger King, uh, they've all got these vegetarian items. And then they have the calorie listing as well. I know Chick-fil-A does that. A couple of other spots will have a listing per item, so you'll have the calorie intake right underneath them. Like, that's the last thing you want to see, right? It's like it's like going on a date with a chick, and eventually you know you're going to sleep with her. You don't want to know the count that she's on, right? You just, hey, let's just well, knock this you, out. You, dude, you know how it works, man. Women go, they go low, men go high. But it doesn't matter, because then it, you get these fools that'll order something that's Twelve to fifteen hundred calories, and then say, "Hey, I want a well, diet coke." Well, the or way can I, I get a salad with that too? I don't know if this is the analogy fits here, but as far as like being freaked out by the number, as you said, of the partners the person you're with could have, I the way I look at it. <laughs> all right, the, I think the analogy is if if there was a new plane that was a test plane, wouldn't you like someone else to test it to make sure that it works? Right? Well, yeah. You don't want to get on a plane. You don't know if it's going to land or not, right? Yeah, I mean that's you know, I mean that's, that's like, one way to look at it. Like yeah. driving a car, you can test drive that thing around the block a little bit, open yeah. it up. No there pun intended. Go. 
Wow. All right. I'm sure you've done a lot of test driving in your, your big stud you. <laughs> Heard stories. My wife was telling me a story about you the other day, which I uh, I did not know that was true. And I, I thought, no, that's not. She said something happened after one of the parties there that I thought, no, that didn't happen. She's she convinced it happened. Uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to mention that on the fifth hour with Ben Mallard. Guess God. Uh, toasted cheddar chalupa. That's seasoned beef. Or chicken, shredded lettuce, diced tomatoes, grand uh, grated uh, cheddar cheese, reduced fat sour cream, tortilla shell with six-month aged cheddar baked onto it. But it's only a test item in Charlotte. So if you're listening in Charlotte, you can get a toasted cheddar chalupa. Eh, so, uh, give, give or take. I'm, I don't need it. You know. Sounds awful. I'm not. Uh, El Pollo Loco, which is a local staple of Southern California right. in the Southwest, uh, a Mexican chain, and we uh, right across the street from our studios, mm-hmm. the, the premier network's iHeart Media building in in, uh, in Sherman Oaks, California. There's an El Pollo Loco, where Magic Johnson. I've seen Magic Johnson in there, and some other celebrities that live up in the hills. They come down there and eat their El Pollo Loco. Uh, what do we have? We have uh, chicken taquitos and guac, three miniature tacos stuffed with shredded ranchero chicken, guac pico de gallo. Cilantro and all that, and some chips and a drink for five bucks. I love the taquitos. I'm a big fan of the taquito. I've been an advocate for the taquito over yeah. the years. One of the great underrated dishes of our world is the taquito. Um, I used to get the taquitos at Jack in the Box. They used to have those. I don't know if they still do back in the day. I love them. But uh, this is El Pollo Loco. I'd be in. I'm not a big guac guy. I don't need the guac. I don't. I don't want the guac. I'm okay with it. I don't hate it, but I, I don't go out of my way for it. It's overpriced. Uh, but I would. I would I would be okay with it. It's a taquito thing. And they also have chicken nachos. I'm good with that. Absolutely. The chicken nachos? Yeah, cheese, some cilantro, some maybe some basil on it, some salsa. Yeah. We're good with that. No beans, though. They put the pinto beans on there. I don't need that. I'm good. Uh, moving on. IHOP. They've got this promotion right now. These are new food items. It's food picks in honor of Marcel. Uh, IHOP promotion with the Adams Family Movie which I guess is back uh, doing its thing here. Uh, they've got Wednesday's web cakes, buttermilk pancakes topped with cupcake icing and violet whipped topping and webbed with Hershey's chocolate syrup. Ugh. It's a 970. That sounds like it's for kids, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I don't think that's for grown And this is also for kids. Uncle Fester's chocolate ice cream <laughs> shake. Hershey's chocolate ice cream shake with violet whipped topping. Shout out Adam's 650. Family. Six fifty for a shake, man. That's, that's, that better be worth it. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I have not had a shake in in a while. I'm not against the shake, but it is a high calorie item. If you're worried about your fine girlish figure, it's uh, it's a problem. Uh, KFC. Let's go to KFC. This is a big one. This made the rounds. You might have heard about it this week. Chicken and donuts. Yeah. Chicken and donuts at the KFC, which is uh, which is just great. Now that's. Fried chicken served, a nice, delicious, thick breast piece of the fried chicken. Fried up perfectly, served with a glazed donut, either on a sandwich with extra crispy uh, breasted chicken and two donuts, that's $5.99, or as a meal with chicken on the bone or chicken tenders with one donut for $5.49. The donuts are also available on their own. They're charging a dollar a donut at KFC. So they're getting into the donut business. It's only available, though, in Norfolk, Virginia, 
Richmond, Virginia, and Pittsburgh. That's it. They're testing it in those markets. That's great because, I mean, you you actually advised me to move out to that area many moons ago. <laughs> so I, yeah, maybe I it did. could be on the horizon for me. That'll be in a future edition of the fifth hour. Career advice. Yeah. Career advice. Go, work, go work a full-time job for thirteen twenty-five an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Nice job. Pay your no. dues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the line, which I believe is true, is that it's all for the story, right? Right. It's all for the life's all for the story. I mean, think of the yeah. story you would have that if you did local television. Uh. In what city was it? It was in West Virginia, right? Yeah, it was, it was some, like something blue. I forget what it was. Yeah. Blue something, West Virginia. Um, yeah, like an old sleepy town, which probably the economy went in the toilet because of uh, the industries, you know, um, leaving and all that. And anyway, uh, this KFC thing, I would go with it. I think it's wonderful. It includes. It sounds disgusting for a lot of people, but it's got the, the, the main ingredients that you need for uh, for food, uh, sugar, fat, and salt. Like anybody that does cooking, anybody that studied the culinary arts, yeah, like me, Gascon, I, I, I know the, You're an expert. The, th- the three most important food groups are salt, sugar, and fat, <laughs> right? That's You've got it. No, seriously, all food that we human beings like is delicious. Yeah. You combine proper amounts of sugar, fat, and salt. It's wonderful. Yeah. This has the fat from the and the salt from the chicken and the sugar from the from the donuts. So it's it, I'm sure it's it's wonderful. I'd have to eat that when I was intoxicated. I usually get the munchies anyway, so well that's that's any day that ends in a Y. So yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I'm not a frequent <laughs> drinker, but if it's a Friday or Saturday that's not night, what she said that's what I hear. Um, you like those magic mushrooms? Well, you do. No, I'm not like the rest of your you're staff. Like, you're like uh, no, you're like uh, what's the uh, the podcast guy that we're trying to take down here? Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan. Like the, yeah, the ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. That, yeah, you got to. Yeah. You actually have to have a chaperone to uh, to take any of that. Have you had the ayahuasca? No, no. This, you you can yeah. actually only get it in. In uh, parts, I think it was at South America. Brazil? Yeah. Don't South- you think like Joe Rogan and these other Hollywood types like have access in the Hollywood Hills? They're doing ayahuasca and those things. We I, should I find just- that out. We should go explore. You recommended to one of our our colleagues, Steve DeSager, to take some tours around the Los Angeles area to see historic places. We should do yeah. that. We should get into the Mallard Batmobile, that little tin can, <laughs> and uh-huh. start driving up the Hollywood Hills looking for ayahuasca. Yeah. Okay, we could do Why that. Why don't you do that and get? You can report back. A giant sounds... Ben Maller looking for ayahuasca in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, seven feet tall, wearing board shorts in the middle of the night. Be sounds crazy. like a uh, like a YouTube video <laughs> that you could put out there. That would be a big uh, hit. All right, moving on. Last food story. All we right. got to get the ship sailing here again. The ships hit some some icebergs. Uh, Pizza Hut stuffed cheese it pizza. These are baked squares. The cheese it squares. With either cheese or pepperoni and cheese served with a side of marinara sauce, six forty nine. This sounds really good to me. Uh, I, I I'm not. I haven't eaten, my my grandpa. May he rest in peace. Used to love the Pizza Hut. I used to go there all the time when I was a kid because he he for some reason, I mean not did not have the greatest uh, taste in pies, but he loved the Pizza Hut. And uh, but I used to go there all the time. I haven't been there in years, but. Uh, I'd be down with this. I like Cheez-Its. I like pizza. I like, you know, a little cheese and the Cheez-Its. Uh, sounds good to me. Yeah, marinara dipping in there. You, know? you sent me this earlier in the week, and I, I was a big fan of this one. I thought this was probably the best one that we've had on the menu so far tonight. And it's the last one, so we saved nice. the best for last. You see how that works? All right, study this. Now, we'll do a couple of these. I got a bunch of these. We'll just react. Uh, these are actual studies I found 
Because I, I, one of my my sick uh, twisted things that I like here is I like to see these studies, even though most of them are, and quote your nickname bullshit. Uh, a yeah. lot of them are just you know because pe- you 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 have the way these studies are done. I think a lot of them, even though I I for some reason I pay attention to them, is that you have a predetermined idea of the outcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's predetermined, and, and so these are often predictable. It depends on who paid for the study and who bankrolled the study and all that stuff. So you can usually, using conventional wisdom, you can kind of figure out where it's going. But yet I still read them, and certain percentage of them I do not think are predominantly bullshit. But uh, anyway, uh, here's a new study that shows nearly one-third of people don't wash their gym clothes in between workouts. The worst uh, offenders here, according to the study, is people who go to the gym every day. Now, I go to the gym every day, mm. but guess gone. You'll be happy to know. Yeah. I'm a sweater. All right. I, I'm one, that's one of the great things. I, I don't have a lot of good stuff in my DNA. There's a lot of terrible illnesses that I will likely get as I age here because my family has that yeah. stuff, and I'll meet an untimely demise because of one of those things in my DNA. But the one thing I love about my uh, my DNA, uh, my, my uh, family roots, is that I am a huge sweater. <laughs> And I feel like I accomplish a lot more than I probably do when I'm on the treadmill at the gym because I sweat. Are you and a I, are you a yeah. bed sweater and a and a food sweater too? No, no, no. It's got to be. You know, I got to work up to a sweat. But I when I'm on the treadmill, I wear because this this is the one thing I do where I my vanity. I want to show off oh, how hard I'm working out. Because if you wear a, like a black shirt or a dark colored shirt at the gym, it doesn't show the sweat. Right. right. So I wear gray. I wear the you know that that light gray. Yeah. Because that shows all the sweat lines. That's but true. I but I have uh, my wife's very good. She has uh, she's pretty just like I have uh, like three or four sets of gym clothes, so I rotate them. But I yeah I, I wash. What about you? You sound like a, a guy that would not wash your stuff. And no, just go in there. I, I'm a frequent visitor of the gym like yourself. But yeah, I gotta wash my clothes every single day. I mean, there's days that I'll work out and my clothes actually smell like ammonia, which is really weird. I don't know why, but. Well, you yeah, might I want to check your with your doctor. <laughs> I might, but I, I don't wear. I mean, I'll wear shorts, leggings underneath it to contain my sweat because I'm like you. I sweat like a bastard, just all over yeah. the place. Well, or just you say I'm just a bastard. You yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's not true. Uh, I wear sleeves. Wow. I'll wear long sleeve shirts because same thing, sweating. I can't. I don't like sweating all over like a treadmill or a stairmaster or like I know you don't go to that area, but like the free weight facility and the machines like where wow. you lift and push I, I weight. Did for, I, occasionally I will dabble with the weights, but I, I'm i into extreme weight loss still, so I'm doing this the cardio to burn. I know, so, well, you, you lift weights, you burn. Looney used to complain to me all the time. You lift weights, Looney, a meathead, would say if you lift weights, you burn the calories all day long. Hey, you actually bullshit. just do both. You you do both yeah. to increase the metabolism and you lose weight in a faster amount of time. My time's valuable, Gasco. Yeah, I know. That's why you want to do it in a truncated amount of time as opposed to All sitting right, on a you, treadmill for forty. Study this. Days. Study this. Uh, bird populations in the United States and Canada have dropped by twenty nine percent since nineteen seventy. They say two point nine billion birds have been lost in almost fifty years. According to this new study, I think this is bullshit. Yeah. How do you count birds? I do. All right. How the hell does one count birds? And how does one determine 2.9 billion and not 5 billion or 1 billion or 100? Yeah. It's bullshit. Sources, I don't believe it. Sources, please. Yeah, I'm calling BS on that, too. All right. Uh, here's one. Uh, safe to sit. A third of Americans oh. believe. This is, this is good guess. This is. 
I love the uh, these studies that determine the stupidity of humanity because it makes me feel better about myself. Uh, but <laughs> this is great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Uh, one third of uh, Americans believe they can get an STD from sitting on a toilet. Oh, <laughs> from sitting on a toilet. Well, you know, there's there's certain states right now in our republic, namely where we're at in California, where we've had hepatitis outbreaks. <laughs> Just yeah. walking down the streets, <laughs> I, I it actually know, came from Mexico to San Diego. Now it's here in Los Angeles. They had threats of the bubonic plague. So, oh yeah, so. Yeah. Well, the- I like the fact that since people aren't getting, uh, what's the, the word I'm looking for? They're getting their shots to get certain yeah. things that, that have been eradicated. Right. These things are coming back. Vaccine That's, shots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with medicine, you know, and I think most of us do as dudes. But uh, the things that they've come up with, the antidotes and things to prevent uh, the bubonic, you know, not I mean, the bubonic plague, but some of these, these long-term uh, illnesses that, yeah. and then people are turning their back on them. It just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's just so stupid. To but me if, if, I, if I grew up, if you got to go, you got to go. But if you're in a club or a bar or a restaurant, are, are you going to? Are you going number two in the restaurant? Yeah, I mean, this is where men have a competitive advantage to women uh, that we have the option. I wouldn't do a two. I do a one. I wouldn't have a number a problem with the number number one. Uh, but they say 22 percent of the survey respondents wrongly think that they could contact an STD through physical contact. 24 percent erroneously believe. They could become infected from sharing a glass of water with someone diagnosed with a sexually transmitted uh, disease. Well, if you got and if you got mono, you can get it that way. Is it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, 100%. You had mono a couple of years ago. You're better, though, right? Yeah. You know. Liver's recovered. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, better than know, that. I'm fully operational now, thanks to uh, your Christmas 63, party. 63%, well, <laughs> 63% of respondents were able to correctly identify gonorrhea as a common <laughs> STD. Less than half named herpes, and only 42% could remember chlamydia. So oh, there you go. Man. What's your favorite STD? What are you? Um... Favorite STD? <laughs> yeah. Favorite way to die? I don't know. That could be you... the name of the podcast. That could... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Questions you never thought would be asked yeah. in a relaxed environment uh, on a podcast on this dopey podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's something we could ask Joe Rogan. How about that? Whoa! All right. <laughs> I'll answer. I'm not afraid like you. I'm not a coward. I think my favorite, the one when I was a kid that used to get talked about a lot in school, well, HIV, HIV yeah. but also herpes. All right. You know, because uh, you, you have it the rest of your life, and the kids would be vicious about that and all that. But I think Dr. Drew said something, like I think it was 15 years ago. He said like most people in their 20s at that time had herpes, and they didn't even know they had herpes. I mean, yeah. some, some ridiculous thing like that. So common. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, what do we have? Let's see. Uh, moving on. It's study this. We'll do a couple more of these things. Uh, you care about this study. 10,000 hours. A study reveals five keys to being elite in your field. Does that interest you at all? No. It's all about connections or, I guess, here in L.A., what kind of plastic surgery you got. All right. We'll uh, skip over that. Uh, here's one. Uh, listening to music disturbs creativity. According to a new study, does that do anything for you? No, I mean, no. do you listen to do you listen to music when you prep for your shows? Um, uh, no, I I don't. I, I usually I, I have to have laser like folks. I have in the past dabbled with. This is going to sound elitist and snobbish, but I have uh, done like Mozart and some classical music. What's wrong with that? Well, nothing's wrong with it, but I sound like uh, I feel like people listen to classical music or schmucks and uh, you know the no. intellectuals and all those people that think they're better than everyone else. But I, but it does it does help. I I, I like uh, some of the old Beethoven stuff, Mozart. I like the uh, the sound of the, the it's it's good in the background. Yeah, yeah it just kind of tones you down a little bit, right? Yeah, and plus it, it makes like your life's a movie when you hear classical music because it's like the background music in a lot of movies. They put some classical stuff. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, for lunch, pancakes for lunch. Most Americans feel second breakfast should be an official meal. That's a good call. Breakfast to brunch or just breakfast um, to breakfast? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a, a big lover of the breakfast. I, I mean, I don't mind the breakfast foods, but I don't like to eat when I wake up uh, usually – uh, my wife, though, is she's all about that. I mean, she loves breakfast. If she could only eat breakfast, like pancakes and things like yeah. that all day, she that's all she would eat. She but loves the breakfast. Where's the hierarchy, though? Like, do you go waffles to pancakes to French toast, or do you go French toast and then work your way down? Yeah, my breakfast stuff, I, I, I would pancakes, a stack of pancakes right. with syrup, traditional uh, breakfast. Uh, yeah, maple syrup is the, the the way to go. I'd go with that. Uh, the the waffle, not a big egg guy, but a nice omelet, like a cheese uh, omelet, would be pretty good. Not cereal, I'm over that. Uh, but yeah, mostly pancakes and the and the waffles and the hash browns, chicken fried steak moment. and eggs. Yeah, not not no. That's to me, that's more of like a lunch thing or a, a dinner thing. Yeah, yeah. What about what's I'm, yours? Yeah, I'm French toast all the way. French toast. I mean, give me carbs, baby. Give me French toast, waffles, pancakes. Omelets are great, of course. I don't know if they're great. I don't know. 
great. Breakfast burritos here in Los Angeles are fantastic from any kind of local shop. Yeah, the wife likes the breakfast burritos too. Not my thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm more of a fan of your wife than I am of you. Like, I'm noticing yeah. a Why trend you a podcast here. with her. Well, Why I, she'd probably be a lot her. more entertaining and engaging. But uh, no, nah, it's I mean, yeah. we gotta you know gotta give the people what they want, as you would say. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what you're like, Gascon, to work with? You're like a hungry puppy. What's wrong like, with that? Uh, you, you're not potty trained. Uh, like, <laughs> like you, you like you don't let anything break. Like we we were before this show, we were setting up the studio, and right. you, you were like, I was one minute, I was one minute behind where I was supposed to be, right? And you are panicking. Well, be- it's like the building's on fire. Well, it's a five alarm fire, and you're you're freaking out. Well, it's like- one of us has a a schedule that doesn't allow for much movement. The other one has wow. ability to freelance for another eight, nine, <laughs> ten hours into the night. Uh-huh. Um, don't All forget, right. you're the guy that actually made me fly down from. Northern California get here at an appropriate time. So. You did not get at an appropriate time. You messed up my schedule, you schmuck. Uh, moving on, new study shows 35% of dogs who belong to obese owners were overweight. 
Shocking. This is fat shaming twice. <laughs> fat shaming the dog and fat shaming the fat people that have the dog. They say that the researchers said that overweight uh, dog owners were more likely to give the uh, fatty, disgusting, sugary foods that they eat to share with their dog, and thus the dog, as a trickle down effect, becomes uh, obese. Do you uh, do you have a dog? I do. I have Bella. Thanks for listening to the show. I appreciate that. We talk about Bella quite a bit. I, I, Bella's a great. I've she's a lap dog. Which I was against for so many years as a as a masculine heterosexual male, I was against lap dogs. But but I love Bella. Bella's great. I, I uh, the Shih Tzu is the way to go, man. It's the shits. It's uh, it's wonderful. What do you uh, what do you feed Bella? I love Bella because Bella doesn't bark. Um, you know you know I, she doesn't she doesn't bark that much unless she's outside, which is good. Like I had a dog before that would bark all the time, run circles around barking, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm trying to sleep or I'm trying to focus on something. You hear the damn dog bark; it's a nightmare. But uh, Bella's very mellow, very right. calm, and uh, and all that. Well, so what do you feed her? A uh, dog food. She's a dog. All right. Yeah, feed I, a dog. But I, I'll throw like uh, I have leftovers at the end. We'll throw the plate down. She can uh, have a field day with that, and then I'll nuke the plate, right. get the germs off it. Uh, see, uh, here's a a study out that says a cure for the common cold. It's possible. Scientists say after a new study finds key protein. Of course. What's the weasel part of that statement, Gascon? Let's see if you know your weasel words. All right. Uh, can you repeat it one more time? All right. A cure for the common cold. It's possible, scientists say, after a new study finds key protein. Possible. Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's, that's bullshit. It's also possible <laughs> that it's not going to lead to a, a cure for protein. You know how many studies I've seen that say, oh, the end of cancer is near, you know? Of course, cancer is like 200 different diseases. It's just not one disease. There's a, just It's all under the, the cancer umbrella, but there's a million different forms of cancer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, that's, I, think, I think we're good on that, right? Yeah, I think we're yeah, good? Absolutely. All right, we're done. All right, we'll move on from that. It is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and uh, David Gascon, the gag on. You love him. His Twitter account, gag on there on social media, very popular. Uh, and it's in the bag. All right, we'll, we'll go through as many of these as we can. We'll, we'll do rapid-fire Machine Gun Kelly mob style, okay? Right. It's in the bag, and these are listener emails. These are emails sent in by listeners like yourself. And actually, these were posted on social media. Big shout-out to the Maller Militia Men and Women on Facebook who re- sent most of these in. Usually, I use Twitter, the Twitter machine for a lot of this stuff, but the Facebook, I feel like I get better questions on Facebook. I got to spend more time on that Facebook. Uh, anyway, this comes from K. James Jeffrey, who I believe is in Sequoia, no. California, although I don't hold me to that. And he asks, uh, are most of your listeners in mental health uh, facilities <laughs> or mental health patients? All right, Jeffrey, guess which finger I'm holding up, you schmuck. Uh, no. Number uh, one. <laughs> see, here's the thing about that. There, I will admit that, generally speaking, there is a high percentage of my regular callers that have dabbled in uh, some mental health issues, but but I'm I'm okay. I, I treat everyone kind of the same. Now, some people I goof on and all that. So I think we're all like that. But the people that call the show are they're characters on the show. They're part of the show. They're uh, they become regulars and all that stuff. And uh, the way I look at it, if you're calling an overnight radio show, almost always there's something kind of goofed up in your life. Whether you got a crappy schedule, you got insomnia. Uh, or you you did some drugs you shouldn't have done, or that. like I think most people who listen have something a little. I think we're all strange. You know, it's like that old Doors song, "Everyone's Strange" and all that stuff. Like I I think that to be true. So anyway, that's my uh, my position. But I, as far as the actual percentage, if I were to do the Maller math on that, you know, people are strange. People are strange when you're a stranger. 
uh, I'm going to go uh, 75%. go 75%. You get some really smart people that call on your show, too, though. I'll say that much. That follow you. I mean, they're undercover. Yeah. They'll tweet or email you every so often. They're Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to name anybody that's under? No, okay. no. You told me not no, to. Not it's, any, it's your... It's your 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 pocket of of qualified. You've got a, you've got a big fan here. I know, I know she's a big fan of yours that uh, loves you. Well, I, clearly hasn't met you, or she wouldn't love you. Well, I don't disagree with that. Wow. Uh, Lee from Phoenix writes in. He <laughs> says, Ben, since you do not shout out on your regular radio show, can you can I get a uh, a shout out on the fifth hour? No, 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 no. This is not a mainstream of a podcast. Uh, it's not. I mean, we're a renegade. It's like a pirate radio station is what we're doing, pirate podcast. And uh, that's, you know, Joe Rogan and people like that do shout-outs on the mainstream podcast. But we're not. So, Lee, I am not going to give you a shout-out. I'm not going to do it, Lee, at all. I know you love your Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. We yeah, should I'm give him uh, some some special uh, uh, homework assignment. Next time he goes to a Cardinals game, spell-check your damn poster. How about that? Like if you're going to try wow. to bash Kyler Murray wow. and send wow. a tweet in to Ben Maller, how wow. about you grab the poster yeah. and spell check your damn print? All right. Listen, you dingleberry. What? I want you to know. What? You're such a mama Luke. What? That that guy, Lee in Phoenix, Whatever. did more to promote my career <laughs> than you have. Okay? <laughs> That's not- or... In many ways, the company I work for, they don't put the billboards up and all that for my show. That was a walking human billboard. That was the equivalent of a guy outside a restaurant wearing sandwich board saying, you know, so-and-so in advertising. That's what Lee did. I love Lee. Lee's uh, Lee's in my inner circle for years because of that. It was wonderful. Unbelievable. I love that. He took a guy do that. I've had a few people do that over the years, bring signs to games and stuff, and it's always getting kicked out. It's hilarious. You got the dog. You have the dog in Colorado, right? Well, Parker the Snow Dog, yeah. who's we love Parker. Parker's like the unofficial mascot of the Broncos. He's got a Von Miller uh, jersey and all that, I believe. And uh, Parker's great. And Parker was at the the Broncos Bears game uh, this past weekend in Chicago or in uh, Denver, rather. And one of the security guards came up to to Parker. This is the Parker's keeper, mm. and, and said that uh, they're a fan of the show nice. and knew Parker from our show. So, did you tell yeah. the audience about your new publicist, uh, Ben Maller, or? Brian now for the Ben Maller show. Brian, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. you got so, you got fans that are wearing billboards, and now you uh, got a a Fox Sports Radio colleague as your your formal well, publicist. L- listen, I know everyone's upset here. You're jealous of the this story. Uh, Brian knows a great writer. I mean, this guy uh, should win a Pulitzer Prize. Okay. Yeah, for the New York. Do Times. you understand? Yeah. Th- this guy is an amazing. He's like Shakespeare. He's a Mark Twain. Yeah. He's Stephen King. He's Doctor Seuss. He's Edward uh, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, who Oscar Wilde. He's all the Ernest Hemingway, yeah. Charles Dickens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the Poe laureate of uh, of radio trade websites. Yeah, so so one of the radio tra- trade websites. If you're on social media, I tweet. You know, not that I want to promote myself, but I tweeted this out all over the. Sent it out on Facebook and all that stuff. But they, yeah, they were, uh, Brian works for a radio trade industry website, and he wrote an interview uh, with me and. It was, you know, it's cool. I, I thought it was neat. And it was usually I don't read those things. I hate those things. I don't like to hear myself on the radio. I don't like to read stories about me. Not that many people write stories about me, but I, I thought that came out uh, better than I anticipated. I always expect the worst, so it came out pretty good. Yeah, you thought that way about this podcast, and we continue to hit good numbers. Now we doubled the podcast. Yes, last we did. Week. Yes, will we, we did. double them again? Look at my goal for this podcast is to get us to. Six figures by the end of October, and I think we'll do All it. Right. Well, 
Well, we got to. I did see that my guy in, in Medford, uh, he was in San Francisco, and uh, was it Mark from Medford? I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. I apologize if it's not, but he, he was in San Francisco. Anyway, his kid, he got his car broken into. He told the whole story on the radio earlier this week, and he 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 did what I I said. I've, I've, I've kidded around for like the last year saying, if you really want to help the show out, uh, you know, have if your kids have smartphones, subscribe to the podcast. Your wife, you know, subscribe to the podcast. It doesn't, and they don't actually have to you know, percent, you know, be regular listeners, but it helps us out because we they they look at how many subscribers we have, right. and that's a big thing to continue the podcast. Otherwise, we'll get rid of the podcast if no one's actually subscribing. So it's it's an easy way to bump up our numbers. And if everyone listening, if you listening right now, added one person to the podcast, we would end up doubling our audience every week, right? If, if, yeah. if everyone did that, it's uh, I think that's a, a Ponzi scheme for podcasting, I think, right? Well, I mean, we got to get paid in order to make it a Ponzi scheme, right? That's a good point. We're not getting paid. Uh, Gail, <laughs> listener Gail from Covina, California, yeah. uh, writes in. She says, my husband was telling me about uh, hour five. He works too many hours, uh, Gail says. just 80 miles one way. Oh. What a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, and so he is too tired to ask questions. But on his behalf, Gail says, "That's a, what, a good, what, a, what a good wife uh, Gail is. How great is that? She's looking out for her husband. Anyway, Gail, uh, she asked a question on behalf of her husband. Why does Hour 5 have an excruciatingly uh, large number of commercials? All right, let's go to Gascon. Gascon, why are there so many commercials in this podcast? Well, to give a count, an official count, there's five total. There's one at the beginning. One at the end, which people don't listen to because it's already closed out, and then three in the middle, which are embedded in. And the reason why is because we have so much content throughout the vast iHeart Media podcasting network that yep. the sales team has assigned those advertisers to certain podcasts on the network, and they have now carried over onto ours. But we obviously would like to generate our own. Uh, establishment of, of advertisers and sponsors. So that's why when you give out the email at the end of the podcast, they can uh, come our way and we can uh, yeah. change some of those things. Yeah, we would love it, man. If, you, if you're if you in business, if you're a big muckety-muck and executive and Believe it or not, Gascon, some of these people actually listen to the show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I would I would love uh, to advertise your product. And uh, you know, if you like what we do with the sleep number beds on the overnight show, we could do that kind of stuff on the podcast. Uh, one thing I am not afraid of, Gascon, is uh, going long on commercials. I am not opposed to that at all. Uh-huh. You, you told us you will uh, endorse a gay magazine if you get paid for it. So, As I, I learned early on, Gascon, you haven't learned this yet. We, in radio, we're really in the advertising business. Right. Because without the advertising, it's public radio, and then uh, we're yeah, screwed. So. Right. Uh, AJ from Oxford, Michigan writes in. He says, what the hell happened to Randy and Norman? One of my callers back in the day. Rookie of the year to missing in action. Ben, I feel like this is one of the great unspoken mysteries of the show. Was the uh, Shats potentially involved in the disappearance of Randy in Norman, Oklahoma? The militia demands answers. Also, Ty... Or T.Y. from Santa Cruz says, uh, who's your favorite caller of all time? He says, his is Randy. So two emails or two questions about Randy and Norman. Uh, And to answer the question, all I will tell you is what I know, AJ. I believe that Randy was abducted by aliens. Um, No, he got upset because of a commercial that I was voicing for True Car, which said the word bouncier. 
And he was so triggered. You talk about the neurosis of people. I love Randy. I wish Randy would call again. I, I, I'm upset that we lost Randy as a caller. I, if anybody knows Randy, if Randy, if you're listening, call us again. But Randy got so upset that I used the word bouncier, he stopped calling the show. He That was the trigger for him. And who does that? Because I... I by the way, here's a spoiler alert on this one. I don't write the copy on those commercials. <laughs> I am given by the sales department at Fox the commercials with the most of them have talking points, but that was a commercial that I had to read verbatim. I read it. I'm a trained seal. They put something in front of me. I'm going to read it. And so, uh, you know, you got quit the show because of that. But Randy's Randy was great. I mean, so he had this this hokey delivery. We use a lot of Randy drops. Uh, as well, uh, he, he was he was pretty good. All right, we, we're doing it's in the bag. We got to pick up the pace here because the fifth hour is going to turn into the sixth hour as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's skip over one of these. Uh, here's one from Bob. Would you and the crew ever do remotes like at colleges? Uh, yes, would love to. That would be great. But the problem is, it costs a lot of money for us to travel anywhere, and that's if you know that's 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 the problem. I remember years ago, I proposed going on a national tour on the radio show, getting some 24-hour diner somewhere, you know, a national chain to sponsor the show and just do remotes at like IHOPs or Denny's or, you know, Norm's or those 24-hour oh. restaurants, but uh, that never happened. So I think that would be fun, though. I think that would be great. Have, wouldn't that be fun? To yeah. Go to, you know, you'd have three to go, in the morning. Yeah, you'd have uh, to go to, I mean, what cities would you choose? Like at least five throughout the country. Well, they, where would you they go? got to be big Maller militia cities. So like Kansas City, Kansas City, Minnesota, we do well in, in Minneapolis, Boston. Yeah, uh, for sure. has been very good to me over the years. Uh, where where else do what we- What about Seattle? Uh, Seattle's been good too. Seattle's yeah. been solid. We do pretty well there. We've done well lately in the Bay Area, in San Francisco, which has been cool. We've got uh, people on the, the big sports station there. That's right. Uh, and uh, Houston, actually. But it's like a love-hate thing. I think I would need, like, police escorts to go to Houston because of all the things I've said about the Astros and the Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson, those idiots, uh, over the years, and James Harden and, and whatnot. But that'd be, that'd be fun. Uh, Jason writes in, Jason from Ottawa, he's pretty funny, man. He says, when will scientists declare Brian Windhorst to be, in fact, Sasquatch? Your thoughts, Gascon. <laughs> Pretty damn good, man. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Winhorse is a great basketball writer. You know, I, I actually, when I did BenMaller.com, Winhorse was a local writer at, at the Akron Beacon Journal yeah. in uh, the Cleveland area, and I uh, featured some of his stuff, and and uh, we had some some correspondence from time to time briefly early on, and uh, he's I, I give him credit because, you know, I, I used to look like he looks right now, and uh, I would never go on television because I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, I don't want to. I mean, you don't put people like that on TV. Him and uh, what's that guy in the Bay Area? Ray Ratto, right? That's oh, yeah. the other guy. Ratto right. looks like he has no business being anywhere. He looks like a walrus. And uh, anyway, but he's I give him credit, man. These guys are on TV. Uh, Jason Ottawa's other question, last one. When will there be a Ben Maller soundboard available? Let's go to uh, Gascon again. This is your domain there. Could you put a soundboard of some of the great drops from callers and whatnot on the show, or just stupid things that I've said. Well, we could put, I don't know, we could put a handful of them on here. I just feel that it'll water down the authenticity of this podcast and also take away from what you guys do Monday through Friday. I mean, is that fair? 
I think yeah, it is because I, people. I plus, it's more work for you, and you don't want to do that. Let me be honest. No, 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 no that's no, not. You know? That's not yeah. true. I come on. You wouldn't get paid for it. I created that wonderful opening for you. I actually wrote the copy for it. Had it actually yeah. done and formatted, which people love. They've written emails and tweets about it. So yeah, uh, I did that. Um, wow. And, you know, plus you take a bow. Plus, I want to take a bow. Why don't you do a victory lap? Run around. Go ahead. Much like Gail's, run, run. much like Gail's husband, chop, chop. I I drive seventy five miles to come to the studio to wow. record this for you. So I, well, I, I, you know, I do a lot of I do a lot of yeah. work for the unappreciative Ben Maller. You know, you are such an ego man. This is why the militia hates you. You are not a man of the people. Not, you are not a man of the people. Well, they're all hardworking people that work fifty hours a week. I'm I'm like one of them, yeah. blue collar, but tough, much like gritty. myself, they follow the code of the West. You do take pride in your work. You finish what you start, but you don't brag about it, okay? Because it's you do what you're supposed to do. Unbelievable. I don't brag about being busy. Co- I'm going to do the code of the West. I got to teach you the code of the West. <laughs> uh, moving on. Don't stick to sports stories of the week. This is the tawdry, taboo, and bizarre that aren't sports stories. Of course, most of this podcast has had nothing to do with sports. Yeah. Uh, Gascon, this is your domain here. One of the craziest, bizarre, uh, stupid stories that you've seen uh, the last uh, couple of days this week. Well, I'm happy you, you had a great transition. Talk of the West. Well, how about this? Talk of the East. Dave East. Do you know who that is? I do not. Dave East is a is a rapper. He's a New York City based rapper, and uh, I'm more West Coast rap. I know. Well, what do you? Yeah, what do I'm, you... I'm West Coast. I, I'm OG with Snoop? the West Coast. Yeah, Snoop. You know, California girls. Oh, that was not really a rap song, but uh, yeah. All right, I yeah, bring Snoop. him up because uh, me and Snoop are friends. By the way, I sat next to Snoop at a lake. He was in front of me, but he was real close. Did you? He he shake hands with weed. him? No, I looked at his back. The entire game, but he, he did, yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, well, Dave East, the rapper out of New York, was uh, was popped last week in Las Vegas, and the reason why, um, he got a little after it after uh, attending Dre's nightclub. I don't know. I know you don't go to nightclubs, but Dre's is an after-hour nightclub, and uh, he was there, brought a couple girls back to his hotel room, and actually had a threesome. While having wow, the threesome, him. while having the threesome, Ben. One of the women reportedly took a couple bottles of champagne, didn't open them, but literally threw them at his dome. <laughs> Officers <he> came. Na- <laughs> yeah, she was naked. Of course she was. Uh, Officers right. came, took her statement, but then they also said he returned fire by throwing punches at her during this whole melee because reportedly she wasn't giving or he wasn't giving her enough of the business. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Couple thoughts here. Number one. Uh, just I, I don't know anything other than what you told me, but my immediate knee-jerk reaction, my theory is, number one, that he was not giving this lady enough attention. He was focused more on the other lady. Right. And uh, it's very difficult. I've not done that. The uh, I'm sure you do that all the time, Gascon, the uh, two against one or one against two. But I, I believe in that environment, the problem is that you have to multitask. It's like chewing gum and walking at the same time, and it can right. be... It can be an, uh, a problematic. And the other thing is the law of unintended consequences, right? Like you, As a guy, you get into something like that, you're thinking everything's just going to be like a movie you watch on your uh, favorite smutty website. You know, everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be perfect. And uh, amazingly, it does not uh, work out. Well, good luck to Papa Bear. I hope that he gets another opportunity there and everything goes okay. <laughs> Jeez. How about this? I, you, you've been married for quite a while. Uh, nah, not that long. I'm still in the wedding bliss stage of the, the marriage. If the missus ever said, hey, uh, Ben, we need to go down a, a different path in our uh, sexual experiences, uh, would you uh, ever be open to that? 
no, I mean, I, I, I would most likely say not, uh, just because I don't like to see myself naked. I like to think that I, if I could, I would wear a burqa at all times. <laughs> not uh, a toga. My, my wife does not feel that way. My wife, she's a very beautiful woman, and she uh, loves to. Uh, to show off the uh, the beautiful skin and all that, her good uh, looks and all that, but uh, I'm not. Uh, I like to hide, so I I would feel you know bringing other uh, people into the equation, uh, third man in. You know they have a rule yeah. in hockey, That's third right. man in. You can't do that. Ejection. That's a problem. Yeah, well, I, or, I, I bring that up because of this. You remember AK47, right? AJ, uh, Andre Karolanko from oh, the Utah. Oh yeah, Jazz. the Utah uh, just skinny guy. Yeah. Jazz. Right. Well, Thomas Middleditch, he's actually a, a television star for that show, Silicon Valley. Uh, he went on an interview recently with Playboy, which I don't know, they still publish material, but he actually said that... I thought they went out of business. Yeah, me did, I did too. Um, he said that an open relationship actually saved his marriage. <laughs> he said, only after I got married was I like, Molly, I, I'm sorry, I want to go non-traditional here. So to her credit, we were able to figure this thing out. And she said, yeah, let's figure this thing out. All right, so the obvious thing is uh, why bother? I mean, if you're just going to you know, uh, stoop anybody you want to stoop, then why, what's the point of being married? Well, just, you know. Okay, so what if you're but a- I know fe- there's like, t- people have open marriages. I've heard of that. I mean, that's a thing, especially in entertainment, people do it. Why don't you say I'm an open marriage? But, but, okay, so what about this, though? What if you're a female and you get married to Tim Tebow, who reportedly is still a virgin, and he's not cutting it in the sack? Yeah. If you're a female and you have your needs, do you go off the beaten path? Uh, I mean, uh, you, you should try to avoid, I mean, people have urges and, uh, you know, human nature takes over. I mean, you should try to avoid, I mean, there are some devices you can get that will help, uh, massage the uh, situation there, if you will. But, uh, I, I don't, uh, the other, the other thing about these, uh, these relationships and all this stuff, I mean, it's like, uh, the swinger clubs. I had, a, I had a buddy of mine years ago that went to one of these things and, uh, and it was telling me, it was like, it was all like disgusting old people you know what i mean it's like yeah. the idea i think most guys have an idea that they and, and and i've not been to these things so maybe this guy was just it was one experience but uh i mean you envision this being again like a porno where everyone's yeah. beautiful and all that stuff but i have a feeling that at these places these swing clubs uh that they're just disgusting ugly people most of the time i mean there's probably a couple of good looking people but i that's how i envision this that's another reason for me not to take part fair enough uh this is a special shout out to chris in houston i i know you will love this story and this he's is coming a- on the podcast right he, he's demanding to come on the podcast chris wants to be our first guest well he's actually coming on right now in a special kind of way ben a houston man was recently uh, wanted by authorities and the reason why was because he actually filed and completed a divorce without his wife's permission. So he, oh, he, he committed I, I, aggravated perjury when he went through the divorce process, signing all the documents without his wife's consent. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, I saw... This is an amazing story to me. I, this is cloak and dagger. This is outlaw. This is bootleg. This is all of those adjectives. Uh, what a, like villainous type slime ball but at the same time you're the arch villain but you respect you respect uh the effort that i wouldn't even think that you could pull something like this. obviously he didn't pull this off but you i imagine and i don't know if this is true or not but i imagine the whole time this is going on he's not tipping his wife off at all right he's just yeah. you know living his married life and and he's filling out all the paperwork and all this stuff and uh 
He's completely in the clueless about the whole thing. I love the effort. How about the effort on this one? Uh, an 800-pound opioid cooking spoon was actually delivered to the front door of Johnson & Johnson's New Jersey campus just a couple days ago by an activist and an artist. Ben, this thing, this yeah. thing is huge. It's like... Uh, it's obviously real life form, but 800 pounds, it's a curved spoon. So I yeah. I guess the best way to describe it is if you ever watched The Matrix and they bent the spoon one way, it was yeah, pretty much like, like old, that. It's an old uh, magic trick. Uh, you can bend spoons. You get the spoon hot, you can bend it. Uh, right. It is, did, did the, <laughs> uh, lame jokes were actually earlier in the week, but did the spoon smack down, Gascon? Did it, <laughs> was it delivered by Aunt Hazel? Did she uh, come out there and... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's some special kind of stuff. So it's a ten foot long, eight hundred pound uh, spoon, and obviously it's dedicated towards the opioid crisis here in the United States. So, right on the yeah. front doorstep of Johnson and Johnson, that's that's a pretty yeah. solid move. It's a uh, yeah, Johnson and Johnson. I mean, all these these uh, drug companies are facing these lit- lawsuits, and some of them are settling and stuff. I've been reading these stories, but the. The heroin thing, I mean, it's a big deal, man. It's a big problem. I got a lot of guys that listen to me that have had uh, either been on the heroin or they're on the heroin right now or fentanyl or yeah. uh, all that stuff, man. It's a big it's a big problem. And I, it's a, it sucks because people start out, they need the stuff, they get injured or something like that, or the doctors give it to them and then they get addicted to it and then they're buying the crap on the you know, in backyards and garages and stuff like that. It sucks. Speaking of crap, we'll end on a, on a low note here. Um an Ohio teen was uh, actually busted a couple yeah. days ago. He was sentenced. I want, to, to, I want to hear you give this story. That's what I would like to hear. This Ohio teen was actually sentenced to jail after he admitted to uh, serving his teacher a crepe. Um, yeah. Ben, it was part of a, a, a bad joke during a cooking competition. The crepe just wasn't any original kind of crepe with maybe some bananas and whipped cream and some eggs in it. It was a semen-tainted crepe that he served to his teacher. The 15 year old. Oh, so he's in the Navy. He's a seaman. <laughs> no? Of all your years. Where's my you... rim shot? I need a rim shot. Oh, you want a rim shot? Yeah, God, I need a rim shot, man. That's a bad job by you. Yeah, that's right. 30 days in jail in a detention center for uh, obviously uh, supplying his teacher with a tainted covered crepe. Yeah, I mean, here's how I relate to this story. Not that I've ever eaten a crepe uh, in, that, in that way, but we get sent a lot of mail. Listeners <laughs> Not in that think- way. <laughs> Well, we we well we get sent mail f- uh, food from listeners. Yes, uh, I stole some that. a couple days ago. I know. Yeah. Well, we're not. That's an HR matter. We're not supposed to be talking. About oh, okay. That. Sorry. Yeah, that's with iHeart HR. But um, but but yeah. So I uh, I get sent food and 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 stuff and you know, most of it. If it's if it's open, you're you're always concerned, right? If your yeah. listener comes and brings food in, you don't know if they've. Uh, you know, added some extra s- uh, spices on it or whatever their right. own their own touch but uh usually i'll have coop eat some of it first or uh, one of the other guys and and we'll see if it's any good or not and then if they don't die within an hour i figure it's probably pretty good so i'll just i'll have some here's the thing though this is a tricky spot because this teenager wasn't the only one he along with seven other students were actually accused of the assault and for the crimes so execution wise i mean we're going to have some listeners that give us an idea of how this thing would go down. Well, I, I I would think that it's pretty obvious how it would go down. You need to get the substance. Yeah. Now, how do you get the substance? But would you feel comfortable with six other participants in this prank with you? 
Well, you think they all stood around in a circle at the same time and did this? Is that what you're like? I, I would imagine they just passed this thing, this thing around. It's all right, your turn. Go and uh, do your business. Yeah, I don't know. No? I'm not the baker here. Uh, these I, are I the like hard hitting questions. That, I, I like, I like that all these uh, these young you know, young people that do this kind of stuff. Uh, everything's recorded, so right. It's like everything's documented with a cell phone video. It, it's just wonderful. Yeah, that's the world that's we live in. So that's good. All that's right. what we got for the five stories. All right, very good. Uh, so there it is, an extended version. Uh, boy, I'm sure anyone's listening right now. An extended version of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon. So if you want to contact us, send a question in for a future episode. Tell us you love us, hate us. Give us that feedback we get on the radio show. We need it on the podcast as well. It uh, is very important. Gascon needs his ego massaged. I don't. Uh, I'm okay with that. But email me. It's real fifth hour no, at gmail. The, the real fifth oh. hour. Isn't oh, the it? real. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was just real. Maybe Am I giving real. out the wrong email address? Or maybe I just said the wrong one. All right. Now, you see, now you're confusing me. It's a bad job by you, Gascon. Because it's a bad job by you. Okay, full it's, disclosure. It's realfifthhour at gmail.com. I need you to do me a favor, though. I need you to change the password because I get these emails straight to my phone, and every uh-huh. time it's an indication, it comes from this account, and it's all spam. Like, what are you looking at on your computer? Because I get all this junk email from... You know, for prescription pills and for singles wanting to date. I, I don't get any of that. That's email, bull. So I don't know. That's I don't BS. Know your, I don't get any of that. And uh, and I will warn you if you email the real, uh, just real fifth hour at gmail.com, uh, Gascon yeah. reads all the email first. Yes. I, I'll go there. Everything, as soon as you send it in, Gascon's such an egomaniac, he will have to read. Like Hillbilly Mike or Greg or yeah. Jimmy or these guys, they'll send questions in. Uh, Bill and these guys, and and, and uh, Gascon reads them before I even have a chance to look at them. Well, I like to see the responses. It's, I, I get I get open mail. I don't get unopened mail. I get open mail by the time I look at it because of you. Uh, and also hit us up on our social media channels. We we really want to crank up the Reddit page. I'm a big fan of Reddit. I like the product that they have at Reddit. It's uh, probably the one I'm on the most of the social media uh, pages for stuff to talk about on the show, and it's interesting. I love it. Uh, so it's uh, the Reddit subreddit is Ben Maller's show. So if you're uh, on Reddit, you know what that is. Subreddit at Ben Maller. And the Facebook page uh, is is great. Ben Maller's show, by the way, on Reddit. And the Facebook page, Ben Maller's show as well. And then on Twitter, just Ben Maller. And uh, those are the ways to reach us. So have a great weekend. We'll be back on Sunday night to recap week three in the NFL on the radio show. And also download Benny versus the Penny, the other podcast, which won't be that long this week uh, unless – unless we uh, change some schedules around. We'll get to all that, uh, and we'll do it on the next edition of the Fifth Hour. So have a great weekend. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.